0: Hello and welcome to Life with Francie podcast, a place where you will find all kinds of conversations like mental health, self-love, self-care, trauma, hobbies, and more. With this podcast, I want to create a place where we support one another to get to the next level in personal and business life. Hope you enjoy this episode. Now, let's get the show started. On today's episode, it will be a solo episode and I will be telling you about my trip to Arizona, the Her Majesty Retreat, hosted by Portia Newton. So this weekend was amazing. Uh, also, if you want to check her stuff out, uh, you can use coupon Francie for 10% off of everything that she has to offer the store um, or her retreats or just check it out. <laughs> anyway, so as you have heard before on the podcast, and uh, now my YouTube channel, hi YouTube, hi podcast <laughs> listeners. Um, anyways, uh, so have you, have you guys heard before? Portia Newton has been my mentor for the past two years. And we have worked through trauma and through some inner child work. And so she hosts the Her Majesty Retreat, and she's a sacred sexologist. She's truly amazing. This weekend was insane. Uh, Wednesday, I went and head down to Arizona. And when we got to Sedona, it was too late to uh, get to explore a little bit. And then a couple of the girls, you know, part of her team, uh, was coming like the yoga instructor or the ganja yoga, <laughs> she's amazing. And then, uh, the chef was there too, and that was cool. It was just a night uh, waiting for her to get there, she had to take care of family first, and then. Uh, Thursday morning, the photographer uh, came in, and it was so exciting, so much feminine energy, and so much excitement. And then, um, uh, I had to host my uh, uh, p- podcast. Uh, sorry I'm like so tired uh, power networking for podcaster event on Thursdays which I host every third Thursday in the woman in podcasting community that's another collaboration that I have but uh, since I changed time zones I didn't have to miss it. So I was so excited because Arizona is earlier than Kansas so then on Thursday I was able to uh, host this event before the slumber party so first we you know we get to the new girls come in uh, there was like uh, nine of us plus the team so it, it was pretty cool I loved it uh, so we did the slumber party and we get to know each other and just relax having some snacks and um, nothing too major but then the first day is like boom, trauma work from the beginning. But we started this year, you know, since I went last year. And you can check past episodes where I talk about her majesty retreat. But then uh so then this year she had the yoga instruction or the goddess. It, that's what it was, the goddess uh Ganda yoga I don't I can't say it right I'm so sorry Rachel if you listen to this episode <laughs> uh anyways uh so we started with yoga and that was so funny because I was like super resistant about it I don't know about you but like I can't uh just sit down and do my own thing you know so uh oh yeah with stillness like just staying quiet with your thoughts and trying to quiet your mind and stay in the meditation that's very hard for me and then the first to so the first day I was like very resistant and I was like cracking up laughing because we were getting confused with the left and the right when she said left we will look right when she said right we will look left so <laughs> that was funny And so I I was cracking up laughing that I had to put myself in timeout. So I went back to the room. I bit the pillow. I was laughing so hard. My stomach hurt so much. But now the next day, I realized that it was just my resistance. Like I was acting like a toddler, (laughs) being like, oh, squirrels. So my thoughts were everywhere. And I couldn't concentrate on the class. Then after that, you know, some snacks and things like that. And then the first exercise where we talk about our stories, the ones, one sweet lady, she shared um, part of my story, but in a different, like for her, it was like when she was a baby. And then for me, it was uh, older, but still, you know, sharing the family member uh, part and that that was hard that was hard to listen and not get triggered by um her story and realizing you know i have done a lot of work so i'm a little bit just a little bit ahead of her when it comes to realizing a lot of stuff about my abuse because for me the hardest part is seeing myself as a child because when it happened i was a teenager so or my early 20s but there was um a lot of grooming and things like that so you know that that was the similarities were hard to the the similarities in the feelings not on the story but the way about how we feel about each other it was pretty similar and I, I told her I was like hey you know like get rid of shame get rid of guilt like, I, de- I dealt with it for a decade, and it's not worth it. Like, don't hold on to it. If you're suffering from shame and guilt from something that happened in your past as a child or something that happened yesterday, just, just let it go. It's not worth it. It will eat you um, from the inside out. So it's just not worth it. And I was like, I'm just a little bit ahead of you because I have been uh, loving myself. This is of a year and a half now. I wish I could like write, the. I, I probably can check on the journals the day that I wrote my first uh, love letter to myself. Um, I write a lot of letters. I like writing letters. Um, that's like part of my journaling. And uh, I have notebooks that I just dedicated to letters. And sometimes it's for people that hurt me, uh, people that I miss, people that I have in heaven, you know, that they have crossed to the other side. Um, And letters to myself, um, to the past, Francie, to the present, Francie, and the future, Francie. But I never did a love letter to myself. It was always like, um, you did this, you did that, you're stupid, you're, you know, always something bad, I'm, I'm so disappointed at you, things like that, but never, like, I love you, baby girl, like, I would have been talking to a best friend, and after I re- wrote that letter, which is on one of my first, first episodes from last year, uh, and that, that, that changed me, to see myself in a different and then I read it for like two or three months afterwards till I got the message so it worked so I'm brand new to this um self-love journey so I uh she she could relate it she was like oh thank you thank you for giving me hope uh we all got I learned from each one of them so we all got a little bit of either person the person that, that the people are wearing there. So we did that. The host was amazing. My mentor Portia, uh so much grace, so much understanding, no judgment, and she created such a safe zone that we were there for each other. And then some of us have been in her groups of uh, pocket support, inner circle. And the mastermind um, group. And so we knew a little bit about each other. So we didn't feel like strangers. It was like seeing your friend that you never met, you know, because it's been online, the relationship. But making it a better group, closer. And it, it was cool um, sharing about our stories, you know, for, of course, for pri- privacy issues. I'm not gonna be talking about their stories or um any particular detail on their stories, but I can share with you my journey and just how grateful I am for having this weekend at in Sedona. Um we were in the vortex. Oh I yeah, I guess I can look at my phone as to what she said about the feminine side and the masculine side of um Sedona and I'm telling you if you get a chance to go to Sedona you have to go It's oh, oh, breathtaking is just I, I can't wait to go back and now she got the house so if you want to even uh, do retreats let me know so I can put you in contact with her because she got a deal with the house and then where is the stuff that I'm trying to look in a group chat because, oh, there he goes. So we were in the, we were close to the chapel of Holy Cross Vortex in Sedona, Arizona, which is a unique experience and many say this vortex is in fact the strongest vortex of all, while at the vortex, you will notice a red rock rising overhead This is called the eagle. It is an amazing rock outcropping that appears to be an eagle's head, which is said to protect the chapel from evil. The feeling of the vortex within the wall of the chapels is one of inspiration and joy that brings a deepening connection to spirit. The energy of this vortex side also includes love, harmony unity and oneness with all that is now it says uh bell rock sedona vortex is in sedona arizona it's also an electromagnetic vortex that has immense quartz crystals within or beneath creating very high energy at this vortex the energy is very intense and strengthen all three parts of the spiritual being the masculine side the feminine side and the balance the masculine side reveals the deep regard of the value of your own life as the feminine side reveals the deep regards of the life of others the maturity of the masculine parallel to the feminine defines the balance between the two this balance not only defines how you treat others compared to yourself, but also what type of emotions you feel strongly. The vortex energy at the bell rock will cathedral rock Sedona vortex is truly feminine energy affecting both mind and body, creating a cleansing experience and generating generating immense masses of energy the vortex energy cleanses and balances the mind body and spirit Cathedral rock is the strongest magnetic vortex in the whole of the sedona area Arizona area generating a subtle but very powerful and deep experience deep meditation here connects you to the earth energy as well as the communication with your guides sanctioning deep knowledge within you it opens up your ability to communicate and connect to your family or nurturing side like seriously It was such a crazy experience, you know, to do all that healing, talk about our traumas and being surrounded around the crystals and the gorgeous rocks and seriously, um, life changing, excuse me, (laughs) as YouTube can see me, I'm drinking water, (laughs) That's the secret of any podcasters (laughs) have water with you (laughs) because your voice will appreciate it, your throat, I guess. But yeah, so that was Friday and we were able to go outside and I took some pictures and some videos. I'm waiting for Ashley, the photographer, so she can go, uh, she can post the pictures so I can do a reel with all all of us girls. It was so amazing that we were so in tune with our energy that we really didn't even pay attention to our phones. We were in this program a hundred percent. So then, after each one of us picked an exercise, uh, I picked a this a situation for this exercise and worked through it through um Portia's guidance then we will have a break and be able to relax and chill before another, uh, exercise like that. And it was cool. A lot of came out, um, for me, things that came out, uh, were, okay. On this one, I didn't, um did the ex i didn't do the exercise with her i share my story and i have to say more about it but pretty much you know the PG version of it i say is like you know i had a great childhood i uh i spent time with my mom and my dad who took me in when i was one and everything was great till i was nine. And then, you know, my biological father showed up and uh, the way I explain it is like a stranger with my face and my grandma, because I had a relationship with my grandma, just showed up and I just knew that this was the man that my family was talking about. And I, I was finally getting to meet him. Of course, it caused me anxiety, fear. I didn't know what the heck was going on or he, he was going to take me away. Uh, very unfair. So then at 13, um, I get into a depression. We start talking back with, well, I guess I should leave my story for another episode, even though I got part, pieces here and there. This episode is not for that. I don't want to trigger myself right before bed. <laughs> it's like midnight uh, uh, the day before. Or I guess almost it. Anyways, it's late. It's late when I'm recording this. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, so (laughs) I tell part of my stories. I use words that I haven't used before in public. I have used them, you know, because I've been doing the exercise on the mastermind and things like that, and I have done podcasts. But I really have. Really have told it in a PG version, not like the real version. And I'm I'm working to, to it so I can say I am a survivor of such and such, and then tell my story one of these days, one of these days. So then after that, uh, what did she had us do? Oh yeah, a super vulnerable exercise. That is just for her majesty <laughs> and it was super vulnerable uh but it gives you such a freedom of dancing and moving and learning your body and being more sensual with it and getting your feminine energy out so it was good it was it was good one <laughs> i told her like uh I was pissed off because she will put, like, kind of for music, and I taught her, like, the Latin in me, Um, wanted to go with the rhythm of the song, but because she was giving different instruction, that did not go with the rhythm. I was all kinds of messed up. I did not enjoy this exercise (laughs) because I'm very judgmental, and I have to go, like, I do not color outside the lines. That's, like, some way that I can explain it it's like it's the way it is it's how it goes and that's it period I love people that can uh color outside the line or mix colors or like there's a rainbow and they put any colors I gotta be like the same color that the actual rainbow is you know just things like that so it was funny she was cracking up they were cracking up at my latina that just going crazy because i needed to go with the rhythm then the next day it was time for yoga again and i was feeling kind of resistant you know i was like angry i'm tired we all of all of us is tired are tired from you know the trip um from traveling then being around people like if you're an extrovert that's awesome but most of them were introverts so we were like done already with so much energy but this time I was like you know what whatever I came here I signed up I paid money for this retreat there's no way that I'm just gonna be a brat and stay in the room so I'm gonna go I'm going to put a little bit of makeup and let's get this done I am so glad that I went I told Rachel I was like oh my gosh you broke me (laughs) you introduced me to yoga the right way and I'm in I'm set like tell me what to do next I will do it next I loved every minute of it I was like really into it I listened to everything that she had to say. I stayed serious the whole time. Well, there was a couple of times that I would bring in myself and be all silly and giggling and stuff, but I did the best and I'm like, I can't wait to call her back and do another yoga session because it was really, really good. And I finally understood that the day before it was just resistance and that I do resist a lot of things that are for my benefits like I didn't do the homework of detoxing from sugar and carbs and meat and things like that because those are my favorite things but at the retreat we didn't have that kind of junk food that I'm used to and I I ate so much fruit, like, I've never eaten so much fruit in my life, and I hope to keep that um, for future, you know, of um, buying fruits and actually eating them. I told them about how I like to eat raspberry, blueberries, and strawberries, but instead of sitting down and just snacking on them, like, normal people like I love to put them either in yogurt Greek yogurt or cocoa whip like with cocoa whip it's by itself but then if I do uh Greek yogurt I add granola with it too and it just tricks my mind like it's not ice cream but I'm still like sitting down like it's ice cream so I love that it's a good um substitute and then um or you can make it too. It's a cheesecake, um, berry, something, I don't know what the name on it. I found the recipe on Pinterest and it's just, uh, cream cheese and vanilla mixed together. And then you add the fruit, uh, whatever you want to add. I usually do raspberry, blueberries, and strawberries. So, um, yeah, we did that. I. I, I did kind of a detox from the food and I can feel a little bit different. Uh, I don't feel as heavy <laughs> um, from this week because before the retreat, I was with my partner and I don't eat a lot of snacks when I'm with him. So because he makes me work or stay busy and I don't have time for it. And then it was the retreat. So this whole week, I barely have had any sugars and barely any carbs and I didn't die so I'm gonna try to keep the tradition going and see if I can uh do more detox and more substitutes of dairy um sugar and carbs but little by little baby steps because those are my best friends (laughs) uh so that was saturday after the retreat after the retreat after the yoga we got to relax and it was more of a chilling day getting to know each other and not so trauma uh oriented because a friday was really hard for us emotionally so then um saturday it was more of like feeling like a queen so that was so good we had our fancy dinner with our dresses and we got the is the crown ceremony so I got a new crown oh shoot I didn't put it by to show it on YouTube I'm pretty sure you will see it in some of the reels and then uh yeah so we got her crown and it's just so special she's so thoughtful uh Portia she calls us one on one, while everybody's watching, and tell us why she picked the crown that she did for us. For me, it she said that it was because it reminded her of uh quinceañera Latinos, like how we celebrate our uh, fifteen uh turning fifteen. And since I didn't have one, she was like, "You can still have your crown," and I got all teary or whatever um then yeah so then we get to share our crowns together and take pictures with it and it was a very special moment you're feeling like a queen you know and it's so exciting one of them was like I practiced for this my whole life didn't you put books on top of your head and try to walk over like no <laughs> so she was really into in tune with her feminine side some of us needed some help in that department um for me it's like because I've been raising myself since I was a kid and I had to defend myself from a lot of people and like be misindependent for so long which I'm really not I'm realizing that now But, you know, acting like Miss Independent, you know, so I have been more of the masculine energy, where it's like, let me provide, you know, let me pay the bills. Let me do this. Let me do that. All the business ideas, uh, let's get this done. And I haven't tuned into my feminine side, you know, then I was like, I had gained the weight. This is the biggest that I have been in forever and a day, my whole life and hasn't been easy. But now I see this weekend, the unhealthy relationship that I have with food. And most of it is because of being an emotional roller coaster. Like that was like insane to me because I'm like, no, if I want a candy, I'm going to eat a candy and that's it, period, end of story. But now this weekend, I'm like, okay, so what is the reason I'm having this candy? Do I really want to enjoy it because of the pleasure that it brings me? Or is it because I'm trying to numb something else? So I just eat my sugar and go on about my day. So it was pretty interesting. It was pretty interesting realizing all of that and asking those questions, not just going to the kitchen and eating whatever junk I have because it is available so we'll see hopefully I can stay accountable and do this thing on my own uh you know keep the no sugar no carbs and then sadly Sunday um we all had goodbyes and we had to leave so we left and Sedona was two hours from Phoenix so we had to go to the airport and there I got a hotel my first time realizing that hotels have courtesy shuttles so they have their own drivers to take you uh, from the airport and to the hotel and back to the airport I was like oh my gosh this is gonna make my life so much easier when um, I have to stay for hours um, at, a, at a Orlando, usually I don't want to leave because I don't want to be calling a DoorDash or Uber or nothing like that in a different state. I'm scared. I'm by myself. So I don't want to be doing that. But now that I know that I can call a hotel and be like, hey, come pick me up and hey, come drop me off. Yes, I'll definitely do layovers now at a hotel instead of staying at the airport. I have slept at the airport, but I'm in my 30s. It's not easy sleeping in a chair. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I, I'm glad I had that time because then Sunday I spent that time at the hotel. I went out for a walk. I came back, uh, took a nap. Woke up, went, got me some food, uh, got up late and into like it was time to get dressed and come downstairs to check out at noon. And then I was like, you know what? I'm getting more comfortable at asking for help or asking for anything that I need. And I was like, hey, sweetie, like I really don't have to be in, in the airport till like five or six. Can I just stay between the lobby and the pool, the patio, and uh, then request for time? And she was like, yeah, yeah, no big deal. And then later on, she forgot. She was like, are you checking in or checking out? I was like, no, I already checked out, but I'm still waiting because I don't want to go to the airport too soon. And she's like, oh, yeah, no, no, you're fine. Oh, my gosh, the couches and the patio sets were so comfortable. I loved it. So I, I was able to stay there till It was time, like I was hungry. So I went in to the hotel. No, I went to the lobby and asked for the driver to take me to the, back to the airport. I went and got dropped off and I spent like three or four hours instead of like 20 hours or more at the airport. So that was cool. I I do like it. I mean, I'll go from terminal to terminal. If they got the train, I just get on the train and go to different terminals and go to different stores to see what's up. I live my best life at the airport. I always tell them like, I go look for a restaurant that has a bar so I can get food and drinks. I chill there as long as I can or as long as my body will let me and then go get me some ice cream, so it was good, and then, uh, like, I'm going to the security, right, and I put my ID in my pocket to get ready to go to security, and make it easier, and I think, how funny would it be if I lost my ID at the airport, and guess what I did? I lost my ID at the airport, (laughs) I was like there's no way that I'm gonna get stuck now in freaking Phoenix now so I'm struggling or whatever and then next thing you know I listened to my name on the intercom and then I was trying to figure out where were they saying I went to two three different places and it wasn't and then finally I, uh, I got my id i wanted to cry because it was like oh i was like oh i had two hours you know i was at the security security and being there already for three hours and then losing my i was like i know i have to find my id but then i walked all the way to security um got my phone to charge because it was dying and then i switched airlines. i used to travel through uh, spirit because it was cheap and easy uh, but not not anymore my body is I'm too old to be to go through spirit so this time I th- I tried uh, American Airlines <laughs> it wasn't that bad but they had a medical emergency and somebody that was late and we had to wait an hour to go so we stayed in the plane an hour before it went away and that was too much for me but I guess we all going through stuff as we travel it's just new to me because in 15 years no 20 years of traveling myself I really didn't have a label over like that or like missing um a flight or anything like that. Thank God, I only, I think once. I think I did it once. Excuse me, and but delays, not even through weather. First of all, I never travel. It's very rare that I travel in winter time, because I know it's a hard one. And then, second of all, I if I have a layover, I try to have enough time, just in case it's a Phoenix airport or New York airport or Orlando airport that are so big that I can get lost. So I always try to have plenty of time between uh, one plane and the other, but this one, it was just one plane. So then I just came back home and already I can feel the difference. Uh, you know, I was able to sleep in and then I woke up and, you know, it's back to like, oh, here, me, myself, and I, I don't have the girls, uh, you know, so throwing a small pity party that I have to get up and be a grown-up, but I did it, I got up, I did my own thing, and then uh, I was able to spend time with the family, my partners, and their kids, and it was fun, I love them girls, and it's a new stage, so uh, it's a new beginning. I have had many of new beginnings in my relationship. And I'm trying to talk less about it. So because I have to respect other people's privacy and I don't want to my podcast. I wanted my podcast at the beginning to be about my relationship. And then now I don't really want it to be about my relationship. But it's still live with fancy. <laughs> so I still gonna talk about it here and there. Um being in a monogamous relationship is not easy and being a thruple relationship is 10 times harder so it's not for the weak there's a lot of tough conversations and if one is off everybody's off so it's hard to have three people in a good neutral emotional state but we're doing so good so far anyways so yeah no back to reality um my stretching is different because I'm doing it like yoga now I put my music on and then I I tell my speaker (laughs) I can't say her name to put Spotify and um now I have different playlists that I created because of them and me adding more music I usually just listen to Christian music, but this weekend, like, made me miss other type of music, so today, I put, I checked out, I was like, oh, look, I have uh, my girls playlist on Spotify, and it comes out, like, I have Britney Spears, Pink, uh, in Spanish, I have Gloria uh, Trevi and Shakira, like, I'm like, oh, my God, this is awesome, so I had a good vibe going on today to do my stretching and I'm more one of my commitments in the retreat is to be more present so I'm working on that you know we're always on our phones or doing something on social media or whatever it is and I just want to get off of that bad habit and be fully present wherever I'm, I am so I'm trying to stay away from my phone more I'm gonna make some changes to the way that I handle my social media I probably will start posting less or like every other day um, I, I haven't made my decision yet so far I'm having two posts on social media a day on at least um instagram and my facebook page and then i'm trying to bring more stuff to my group and now that i see the need for tough conversations and sex conversation i am gonna be doing uh, some other stuff so if you wanted to have some fun with me with some crazy ass conversations uh, get a hold of me <laughs> because uh, it's what's up it's what's up for real <laughs> so uh, anyways um, little by little I, I through the pro- her program and the conversations that I'm having with those women I will bring more content because I I know a lot of stuff and I see that woo, a lot of women know, know a lot of things that it could be a lot of fun in bed and outside the bed and then (coughs) excuse me to get into um your sensual side you know let's get sensual together not sexual sensual (laughs) so it's different and uh in tune with our feminine side you know if you want to know more uh let's talk about it and you know if you want to know the events that will be coming up soon uh they will all be in life with friends see the group first before it goes out anywhere else and then by the end of the month i am hoping to have um a patron um already launched and my journal So my virtual assistant designed my journal. She made it, she made two different uh, styles in two different colors. And it's gonna be an amazing 90-day journal with uh, some prompts that I used uh, for myself. So stay tuned for more about that. <laughs> But this episode was about Portia and the amazing Her Majesty Retreat of 2023. So, thank you so much for listening and watching on YouTube. Uh, my YouTube channel is Life with Francie Podcast as well, if you want to check it out. Um, the podcast, you can find it in all major platforms. Uh, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, uh, Anchor, Google Podcasts. I think I mentioned all of them. And then like and subscribe for YouTube. I help I get my uh, YouTube channel out there. Share it with your friends if they like this kind of conversations or if they like uh, this, kind of, uh, this type of events. Uh, because there will be more coming. And if you want to know about more about Portia, her website is PortiaNewton.net. That is P-O-R-S-C-H-A-Newton, N-E-W-T-O-N net and use coupon frenzy for 10% off of everything that she has to offer either the store which offers yoni products um her mastermind her support groups or her retreats anyways thank you so much for listening to another episode i uh, hope you have a wonderful day Uh, like and subscribe follow (laughs) depends on what platform you're using and let's keep in touch Uh, more episodes to come on Monday I will have a conversation with Nikki I think and we did a collaboration so stay tuned for that episode next week Uh, that's it for now thank you so much hope you have a blessed day take care